love Sunday school, you know. Uh, we're back in Sunday school, and uh, and uh, it's been going for a little while, and uh, I just love Sunday school because you can learn so much, and, uh, you know, it's encouraging to one another. But uh, last week I had a message, but God changed it. But this week I have liberty to preach this tonight. So, you know, I thank the Lord for that. I love it when he gives you liberty. And I was thinking about how, and I want to, oh, I don't even know if I got my mic on, I'm so sorry. But I was one uh, thinking about just how the Lord talks to us without words. Ain't that amazing? I mean, if you think about it, he tells us everything to do and not even speaks a word. But we know exactly what he wants, don't we? And, you know, and if we listen, that's the key. But tonight, we're going to be, if you got your Bibles, I'd like for you to turn to Romans chapter 8. We're going to go a, we're going to go here to start with, then we're going to end up in a couple other places. But uh, I want to start here tonight because I really wasn't sure which direction the Lord wanted me to go with it until about on my way here. <laughs> but, you know, like I said, he, he made it clear, so we're all good. So. And I'd like to thank you all for inviting me back here again. It's, this is a blessing to be able to come and preach to you. It really is. But I want to read uh, one verse, and then we'll go back and we'll look at some uh, verses before it. It says, So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus tonight to thank you for this opportunity that you gave us to be in your house. Thank you for the opportunity that you've gave me to preach your word. And God, just thank you, Lord, for the blessings that you bestow upon us. Thank you, Lord, for a, a church that still has Wednesday night service. Thank you, Lord, for the good fellowship I have here. And God, I ask you to be with the prayer request that was brought to you. Lord, you know each and every one, and I just pray for thy will there. And God, I ask you, Father, as we open up your word, that you would bless it in a great and mighty way. And help me, Father, and give me the words to say that you want to be said tonight, Lord. Help me get out of the way, in Jesus' name. Amen. Tonight I want to look at this, look, the, the battle that we face. And we all know that we, we face a battle each and every day. And that's the flesh side and our spiritual side. Well, in studying this, and I thought, well, you know, it says in verse 1, it says there is now no condemnation to them that which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit so here we see that he tells us not to walk after the flesh well, we live in a world that is full of the flesh so it's so hard for us each and every day to stay focused on what we need to focus on but we do that by allowing the Holy Spirit to lead and guide and direct and we talked about last week how greater is he that is in us than, than he that is in the world. So that's how we do that. And then it says in verse 2, For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has no more, or excuse me, has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sin, flesh and for sin condemned the sin in the flesh ain't you thank God tonight we need to thank God and give him a hand uh, some praise tonight that he 
sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to come and take our place on the cross. And we, you know, we deserved what we, what He, what He took for us, didn't we? You know, if it, if we was to be honest tonight, we, we everybody in this room deserved to be where He put Himself. And I just think about all the time when I start having my pity party and I start thinking, why is this happening? Why is that happening? Why? Why is all this going on right now? And then I think about what he went through that day. And when you do that, it puts life into perspective, don't it? And you start looking and you start thinking, well, this ain't all that bad. But, you know, I thank God each and every day for what he did when he sent his son to die on the cross for us. In verse 4, it says that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So here we see that we have a choice. Every day we have a choice. You know, we wake up. I, a prayer that I pray is, God, help me today. Lead and God, direct me. God, direct my steps because you know I'm going to mess up if you're not with me. Help me be able to allow you to be that person. I mean, that I allow you to lead me and direct me each and every day. It says in verse 5, it says, For they are not are, are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh but they that are after the spirit the things of the spirit so here we see that whatever we're full of whatever you know in our minds that's the things that will follow you know the the bible tells us that you can't serve two masters so you got to get one of them out of the way so the best way to do that is to read god's word you know each and every day we need to take time and read the the word of god and it will help us. It will help lead and direct us in the right mind. Because we see in verse 6 here it says, For the carnal minded is death, but the spiritual minded is life and peace. I don't know about you, but I want to live a peaceful life as much as I can. And I've figured out, as being a Christian now for almost 20 years, that the way to do that is by, let, by leading a spiritual life. And we want to see right here in just a few minutes of the, some of the things that it takes for us to live that spiritual life. And uh, one of those is uh, one of those is is being uh, having a humble spirit. You know, one of the hardest things that we can do as a Christian is to live a humble life. But that's what God has asked us to do. He's asked us that. He's asked us that we would humble ourselves. Therefore, under the mighty hand of God. So it tells us that in 1 Peter 5, 6, and that we need to not think of ourselves as somebody, but think of ourselves as somebody under God. You know, sometimes our britches get too big for us. I remember my papa used to tell me that. Son, don't let your britches get too big for you. And, you know, when you're a little kid, you're like, oh, britches, well, what, what's, you know. <laughs> but I remember that just like it was yesterday. And he would tell me that all the time. And then when I got older, I seen what he was talking about. You know, as you advance in life and as you get stuff and as you start making more money and just all kinds of things can make you puff up and think you're somebody. But if we're all honest tonight, we're nobody without Christ. Amen? So what we need to realize is we need to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. And then it tells us there in, in, in 1 Peter uh uh, chapter 5 verse 6 that he may exalt you in due time you know i i had a sit uh i was talking to emily about the other night in about her 
she had a, a scholarship to go to UT, and uh, and she turned it down. And I thought, Lord, I said, look, you, you need to pray about this. <laughs> I mean, it was free for everything was free, and uh, it was they picked her high school and for all the seniors to to go to UT for free. And you know, she said, Dad, I just don't feel like the Lord wants me to go there. <laughs> I was praising the Lord. I said, okay. And I said, you know, I said, if that's what you want to do and you've prayed about it, then where do you want to go? She said she wanted to go to Crown College because she had been looking at Crown College. She wants to be a nurse, so she'll be able to go there and then go to LMU and, and get the rest of it, you know, that you can go and do so much there. But, you know, that, and I thought, what a, what a blessing that she's telling me that she'd rather work. She works at Chick-fil-A, and she'd rather work, and she'd rather make, money and us help her and her make some money and you know to get her own self through college that's pretty mature uh christian you know so i was very proud of her but she thought she was going to get a scholarship from uh from a uh, chick-fil-a because they give them out every year but for some reason she didn't get one and uh we don't know the reason we didn't you know or whatever but i said god it's just not god's timing uh, you know, I said, you know, I said, that would have been nice, but God's going to take care of it anyway. And I said, if you're going to step that far out in faith, then God's going to be there for you, and God's going to take care of you. How many times have you all seen it in your own life that when you step out in faith, and you may give, and you ain't got a lot to give, but then you get rewarded back, you know? So I, I was going to share this story with you. Uh, the other day, I think it was Monday, that my wife called me and, and she said, Rick, the car's overheating. And uh, I said, it is. She said, yeah, it's got smoke coming out of it. I said, okay, pull over and stop. I said, because, uh, you know, it could blow the engine up, whatever. So she pulls over and then she babies it and then pulls over, stops, pulls over and goes, goes. Finally gets it home. And I thought, well, what are we going to do? We've, we've been paying out all this money for Emily's parties and this and this. And we was, you know, things was tight. This man that comes over to my work and picks up pallets came up to me, a good friend of mine, good Christian man, and he reaches out. He said, here, God told me to give you something. There's a $100 bill right there. I thought, bless your heart. I, don't, I said, you don't have to do that. No, God told me to take it. Okay? So I walk in. And then I get my paycheck, and then I had a $500 bonus on my paycheck. And I thought, well, I ain't about, that's, I was just ready to shut the house down because I thought, Lord, this just happened, and you're seeing a way that I'll be able to fix my car. Anybody ever been there? Amen. When God just comes through, you know, a lot of times, we looking at in due time, it says that, and, you know, I'll exalt you. Sometimes it's right away like that. But sometimes you have to wait, you know. And when you have to wait, it builds patience. It builds, you know, there's a reason. He may want to mature you as a Christian. He, it, it may not be the right time, you know. And uh, so he'll exalt you in due time. But if you look at uh, a strong concordance of the Greek word humble, I hope I pronounced this right, but it's a uh, tappy... Tappy too, tappy new, or something like that. But it says it means to be made low, 
bring low to level, reduce to plain, to have a modest opinion of oneself. So here we see. I don't mean to have a low, you know, think low of yourself. It just means to make yourself humble under the mighty hand of God. It's humbles yourself does not mean to have self-esteem, low self-esteem, but to humble yourself doesn't mean to suffer from rejection. To humble yourself means to submit your heart to the ways of God. So by reading God's word, we see the ways that, that we need to live, but we got to submit ourselves under his mighty hand in order for him to exalt you. But how do we want it? Sometimes we want to just live any way we want and think God's just going to bless it and it's going to be okay. But that ain't the way it works. But that's the way that a lot of us look at it sometimes. You know, so I've learned that I've got to humble myself. And if it's having a car that's tore up and you don't have a way to fix it, or if there's something that you've got a bill and you ain't got no way of paying it, maybe is he's trying to humble us, you know. But, he says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. I might let you go through it, but I'm going to go through it with you. I'm going to be right there. So we can count on God. God's word breaks you free from every insecurity, from every form of pride, rejection, and every yoke of bondage. Think about how good God has been to you. It's just amazing. Declare what God speaks over you. Let his word humble you. Let his word lead you. Let his word direct your path. Just like I said, every single morning, ask him, lead, lead God and direct me today, God. Take me the way you want me to go. Tell me how you want me to, to treat people. You know, he set the perfect example when he was here on earth. You know, he, he lived and never committed sin, but yet died on the cross for the sins that we, that we committed. He showed us exactly how to live, but we just got to follow us, follow his steps. His word removes everything that's not like him. Seek God and surrender to his word. So that's what we need to do is to seek God. It says, humble yourself for under the mighty hand of God and he may exalt you someday. Then we'll see another part of humbling us, which... His hand is mighty. Let's look how mighty his hand is. God's proceeds will yell, I mean, process will uh, have everlasting results. His results are permanent. Our results ain't permanent, but God's results are permanent. Sometimes when we wonder why God is, is making us wait on something, it's because it might be something that we get and then we may lose. You know, I think about that sometimes. Because th- I'll ask God, I say, God, if I ain't supposed to have it, don't let me have it. I pray that prayer a lot because I want it. You know what I mean? But he may see it best that I don't need it. And I might get it later on if he, think, if he sees best. But that's how we need to live our life. We need to just do, you know, seek his, what, what his will is for our life. Let his word mature you. Let his word direct you. And you know, kill pride in his presence. Let your past roll off of you. Surrender to the, his authority and cast yourself at his feet. Let the word lead you and rule you in your heart. You see, a lot of times, well, we let words of, you know, like 
what we learn just go through our minds, but it won't dwell down in our hearts. And we need to do that. You know, let his, let his love sing over you. Let his power flow through you. You know, that's how we can be a spiritual person is by humbling ourselves under the mighty hand of God. You know, a lot of times we don't do that. We're guilty of just going the other direction. In Christ, you are made new. You know, when we gave our life to Christ, we are, was a new creature. We're a new creature in Christ, so we need to act like we're a new creature in Christ. You know, sometimes, you know, guilty of not acting like that sometimes. But, you know, thank God he's forgiving God and that he will help us. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Let his blood cover you. Let his blood, let the blood of Jesus wash you and make you whole. Humble yourself because Jesus died for you. Think about how many times in life that we stumbled and he picked us up. I think about how many times when I first started preaching and then I first started teaching as a, is, is how I'd get in a, in a situation to where I didn't know what to say and then God would just say something to me, you know, in my heart and help me. And it was such a blessing, you know, because he wants us to be free from eject, rejection. He wants us to be free from pride. You know, pride's a killer. Pride's a killer. I mean, it'll kill your spirit quicker than anything you know and, and humbling ourselves will help us with our pride and if you let's go on to our last point excuse me exalt you into in due time let's look at that one uh, the last part of that verse <clears throat> it says when you surrender to God and follow his process he will promote you and exalt you in his timing in Psalms it tells us that in Psalms 75 6 it says for promotions come neither from the east or neither from the west or the south promotion comes from God so what we need to do, and if we looked at strong concordance on that, on time and the Greek meaning, set time, the season of opportunity, we look at how we plant things. You know, when we plant things, they don't just bloom right up, do they? Sometimes we have to plant them, then we have to wait on them, then we have to nurture them, right? And we have to water them, we have to feed them, and then we see things grow. That's the way God does us. You know, like, you know, like, he knows, especially when you're a new Christian, but as we're an older Christian, he does that still. You know, we always grow in his word. Every time we read his word, it gives us nutrients that we need to grow as a Christian. You know, maybe you need to be mature, develop in a few, and be more developed in a few areas. I know I do. You know, there's a lot of areas where, you know, God's still working on me. And maybe your heart needs to be softened. You know, sometimes we get a hard heart. I mean, you know, it's easy to do in this world today. You know, but he will exalt us in his season, not our season. And, you know, I've learned to be more patient. I don't pray for patience, but I've learned to be more patient with him and just wait on him. You know, because it says, you know, to be, to be slow to speak and quick to listen. You know, we look at that verse as just how we respond to somebody and how we speak to somebody. 
But that's also could be stop and let God talk to you. You know, be quiet and listen. You know, like I said, He talks to us without saying a word. But sometimes we get so busy in our life that we don't even have time to listen to Him. You know, because it's a fast world, ain't it? And I think about how we can just go through a drive-thru and get food, go through a drive-thru and get about anything anymore. And, you know, just fast, 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 you know. And I wake up, I'm fast till the day I, I mean, till the, when I go to bed at night. You know, it's just fast, fast, fast. And we need to stop, slow down. You know, I remember as a child when, when, when we'd have Sunday, uh, we'd have Sunday dinner at home. We'd go to church, and we'd go home. We'd have Sunday dinner, and then we'd go sit on the porch. You didn't see no cars out. You'd go out on Sunday drive, you didn't see no cars. You and a couple others, and you, that's about all you see. It ain't like that no more, is it? When you get out on Sunday, there's as many cars on Sunday as there are during the week. People don't stop anymore. They just go so fast. It's such a fast world. And, you know, and I, and I, need, I need time to slow down. But, you know, let God steer, steer our course. Let him direct our paths. God is in control of the increase of your promotion. So all we got to do is trust in him. You know, I mean, it don't, you know, if you submit yourself and humble yourself, then in due time, you'll get your promotion. But it's whenever he sees fit to give it to you. You know, it may not be better, best thing for us, but he knows what's good for us and what ain't. But, uh, you know, I, I've just prayed over this message, and, and I, I thank God for helping me with it. And, and help me bring it tonight but you know it's just something that I, I do each and every day I sort of struggle with the flesh from time to time and I think we all do we look at it like it's such a struggle but we know we got God there with us you know and it's such a blessing knowing that you know because but it's still though it's so easy to mess up and we need to realize that we need to just ask God to help us each and every day I hope it's been a blessing to you. Uh, I'll close us in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the Thank you, Rick. We appreciate that.